0: Hello and welcome to this very special festive episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident teenage Groot of the pod, DL! Teenage Groot. I mean, I do like retro video games. You do like retro video games. I do
1: like to be right. And you Grute are a tree. Groot is trying. <laughs> <laughs> and I am also a Christmas And tree. you only
0: say one phrase over and over again. Yes, that is true. And it That is, is true. What is, what is my <laughs> phrase? <laughs> I don't know um get everything with guns in the air yeah, find him.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay two phrases What's well, two phrases how, how you doing mate i'm good man i'm good i'm very good i'm very good i'm very good it's very festive i guess we can't say holiday you why'd you say that
0: it's i don't know it's holiday special it's okay. not the christmas special it's the holiday i special. guess
1: holiday special festive
0: special christmas special whatever All of the above whatever floats happy hanukkah guys yeah december happy yeah, december yeah exactly it's different for us though because we're actually one what is kwanzaa i don't know you tell me What's the Scientology version of Christmas? That doesn't exist. This is taking a yeah. weird direction that d- very early. <laughs> doesn't
1: exist. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is.
0: <laughs> Donate your money to Scientology. Yeah, it's, it's Tom Cruise Avoid jumping on a sofa No going, Christmas yeah. presents, give it to the church. Oh, you know? okay. That's yeah, yeah, that's normal. normal. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess that's normal. all religion. Maybe we shouldn't talk about Scientology. Do you reckon they'll cancel us? Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, man, life's good. Just hanging out. You to the
0: beach recently? I literally <laughs> went today.
1: I had enough time to go down to my physiotherapist meeting go have my physio i didn't have enough time to go in the water so i walked <laughs> down looked at it longingly and then went back up to take calls that was my beach day today and it was a stunning day so i just have
0: luck. this like mental image of you sadly staring at the sea just like it's <laughs> <laughs> what happened spot on yeah Nice, very nice. Oh, man, I've been so hectic busy recently. These are getting shorter, the space between us doing these. I thought last week it was- Soon it will be back to back to back. Yeah, I know. Look, right, we live on the other side of the world. We've talked about this before on a pod. We're in Sydney. My Mm. mom lives in the UK. She's come over and she had- the worst journey of all time. Mm. She got delayed in the UK because of the snow, Bummer. funnily enough, and then her plane froze. So they missed their slot. Froze. Apparently, planes freeze, oh, right? No. I didn't know this. This is terrifying. The plane froze over, so they had to defrost it. Yeah. They missed their slot, so they were waiting five more slots. And in the time they were waiting, the plane froze again. No. So they missed their next slot. No. And then, ah, oh, she had a hella journey. Anyway, she's here. I'm so, so excited to see it. it's the second time since COVID, so actually getting to spend a bit of time it over here in Sydney is just a delight. That's awesome, man. Just a delight. Just in time for the Wholesome holidays. starts the, the wholesome pod this week, yes, I think. Yes, it is. By the way, guys, if you want to hear us banter about our weeks and talk about very wholesome early things... Feel free there will be time codes in the description below. Thanks as always a friend of the show and editing genius Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery FM. If you're a budding podcaster and want to get into the game, check him out. His details will be at the end of the pod DL. Mhm. What have you been up to this week? Well, it is Tuesday.
1: It's but Tuesday, I've, but I've been flowing through Wednesday. Like <laughs> we're on episode 6. It's very good. Not Monday this time. Yeah, not Monday. Not Monday this time. <laughs> Proper,
0: properly, throw <laughs> back to last. Probably typed it as Monday, but corrected
1: myself. Yeah, that's good.
0: Uh, so yeah, I I really like it. It's. A good show i'm intrigued because i want to do i want to do a youtube video of i watched the first episode of wednesday i did one on the old star wars tv show what was it tales of the jedi yeah and got some very fun comments <laughs> so i'd like to do on a wednesday because it is kind of the zeitgeist right now it is
1: and it's uh definitely like when i was going into it i was like is this going to be good like i don't really vibe with the adams family or like beetlejuice like no that stuff's really my jam but i hear the thing is the best character the yeah. hand i mean it's definitely it adds value but i would it's say a real that, hand uh, i would is it gross?
0: Yeah. Well, as in like, <laughs> as in they've drawn around the wrist and yeah, made like, you've seen a, it. It's not actually a reanimated seen dead hand. <laughs> like, like, how um, do I explain
1: this? The hand is not the best character. <laughs> Damn. That would have to go to Jenna Ortega. The hand of the king? No, Jenna Ortega. She could be the hand of the king. She could be. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. All right. All right. That kind of impressive nature. Um, and I think Gwendolyn Christie is also very good in it.
0: Gwendolyn Christie is in this. Yeah, she is. That was, I didn't say a name then. I kind of just said Gwendolyn- exploded Gwendolyn- like Gwendolyn- random syllables. Uh, like, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize she was in this. What's she, she in this? It's, she is the principal of ah, the school. So that's cool. So the, the vague premise, and I'm paraphrasing here from what you've told me before, I can't speak today, is that she goes to like a, a, a normal quotation mark school, right?
1: She goes... No, she goes, she ends up going to... Oh, so she does go yeah, to the... She goes to like a non-normal I don't know school, eventually. That, would that be as exciting? I feel like it'd be more exciting to see her at a normal school. I mean, you get a moment of that.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah. That's, that's the
1: show I want to see. <laughs> just, no, I think I think it's more exciting. Though, yeah, okay. okay. Just give it a, give it a watch. Um, and are, they
0: all, are they all like pre-weird, whatever Adam's family kooky things are? They're all like the the kid versions of like the the, the monsters, for example. There's yeah, like well, a, I don't remember the Frankenstein. Frankenstein. There's none, like.
1: the yeah, but it's more like werewolves. I haven't seen a Frankenstein yet. Right, there's
0: but like, they're, they're all they, there. There's it's some werewolves by night, but they're all kids.
1: There's some like uh, there's some like people that can see the future. Ooh. There's some people that are like uh, the so- sirens. Skipping, they can get you to do anything they want. Sk-
0: skipping out here, did you yes. see the the trailer for Gen V this that came out this week? Gen V. We're not no. going to talk about it. So Gen V is, effectively, it's a new show. It was a off of The Boys. And it is about the kids who have been given, you know, the the V, the drug. And it's them in a school together. S- sounds oh. like a kind of similar concept, except they're like superheroes.
1: Like, so the basically the adoption clinic we see in
0: season three, like if those kids had to go to school. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Except they are. Yeah. And they're all like, fun- like it's all the... Differences of high school that I assume you mm. get in this. Like, there's the jocks and the, the that werewolves. That will be interesting. Yeah, and it looks bloody as all hell.
1: How do they? How are they going to translate the tone of the boys to, like, a high school setting?
0: I, I think it's going to be very similar. Yeah. If you
1: watch the trailer. Anyway, so Wednesday. No, I'll, I'll have to check it out. Um. So, yeah, it's been really good. And I'm on episode
0: six of eight. So Oh, wow. It's I'm very excited to finish through. it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it's me and the partner are watching it, and we're both loving it. How about you? What have you been watching? Look, I've, been,
0: I've been really scraping the barrel this week. I've had zero time so i thought i'd give you one you could make fun of me for before I'll i move on to things that are- <laughs> do that ever well i well one thing i wanted to say was i the thing i talked about a couple of weeks ago Wrexham, uh welcome to rexham watch it immediately it's amazing it's okay. finished that that's great i was gonna say like i've had so little time for real things that i actually want to watch i was peripherally watching the harry and Meghan show with my partner on i think it's on netflix dude uh, it's so bad. Dude, after that
1: <laughs> performance against France, you wanted to put yourself through more English torture. Oh my god.
0: I did say a great I did say a great you, meme what about are you it today. Thinking? I did say a great meme about it today. It's it's you know the the Tony Stark in Avengers where he's rolling his eyes and he's like yeah. Yeah. it's like me when I hear Harry and Megan moaning about like living in a castle. <laughs> like, yeah, the worst. Oh no. Yeah, Sorry, man. you guys got some pictures. Nah, it's, That's it's, probably not what they're moaning about. It's kind I'm of sure it's all about
1: like race and...
0: Oh, this part's really like that and it's kind yeah. of interesting their entire lives are just sucked into this void and they don't get to do their own stuff. So hence why they just passed out. and tapped yeah. out and they just went, you know what? We don't want to do this and they just left. They wanted to like, you know, look after their kids and have a normal-ish ish life. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, yeah. It's interesting. In, People will watch it. It's interesting enough that. Peripherally, I don't mind it being on. But if the next three episodes never came out, you wouldn't mind either. I wouldn't care. <laughs> but seriously, what, what have you actually been doing?
1: Uh, I've continued to both read Sherlock Holmes and watch the movie. Yeah, to watch too? You started watching the which RDJ, oh, the, R- the first one, you? which was good. I like it. Yeah, it was good. It was more of a. It was less like. I mean, it was good. I didn't know it was Guy Ritchie. It is Guy Ritchie. Yeah, right? and it is you got kind of... a lot of, of the
0: sensibilities. It is
1: kind of... Now, now, you can, now that I know that, I'm like, actually, that does kind of make sense. Yeah.
0: He's it, got a pretty diverse catalog, that guy.
1: Yeah. It's very different than, like, the other Sherlock Holmes stuff that I've ever read. Like, it's more like action-adventure-y yes, like, than the other ones, Which, but it, it worked.
0: I think it works, and it, it kind of paints him as, like, kind of a... A bit of a vagrant almost, like he's just out to, you know, like he's in almost like drunken bar fights all the time. Yeah, but, but he's using his knowledge to get through them. It's interesting. Yeah,
1: he's a bit more vagrant than like, but like even in the books, he's like taking snuff, doing speed, like, but I guess it's not vagrant activity. I guess like
0: everyone was doing that. I think he's, he's just a high functioning yeah. uh, sociopath slash drug addict. So yes. it's certainly an interesting take on that. He doesn't do drugs specifically in that film. Except for the t- except for the bit when he does them to work out the case. That's true. He did that to suss out. But in the books yeah. he's just an addict, right? Yeah, he's just doing lots of snuff. Yeah, exactly. What is snuff? Is that the 100% tobacco? Sure. I, I, think I know snuff, snuff now is those things you Yeah, put that's on what here. I but I think it's something else then. I think it's I think it's more like opioids. Yeah. Not hundred percent sure. Uh one thing I watched, I watched a couple of episodes of Andor. Uh I I know I said last week I'd only seen one, hadn't had a lot of time. I have forced myself to watch two and three. Three by the way. No, 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 as in like I forced time to to go and watch it because, yeah, big week. Three, by the way, really kicking off. Like, I see where you're going with this. What was the
1: the third episode? Remind me.
0: The third episode is where you get the backstory of how he was saved by the older woman. Yeah. And it's effectively the first uh, fight against the Empire in that little town and how they kind of all fight back against them. Yeah. Primo. Primo TV. This show is so good. Yeah. I'm feeling that. So, like...
1: I liked it for the first six. I was like, when I thought it ended, I was like, this is pretty good. It's way better than <laughs> six. Uh, Wait, is that 12? It's 12. It's 12.
0: Uh, I have no idea when I'm going to fit that in.
1: But uh, I liked it for the first three, and I was like, this is really good. It's so different. I'm loving it. After seeing the whole thing, yeah. it became like a top show this year for me. Oh, wow, really? For sure.
0: I wish i have seen more of it. Yeah. I absolutely love Stellan Skarsgård. Like, he could be an. anything. You haven't
1: even seen the best, like... No, no, I'm not saying There's an I have.
0: episode where he literally steals the entire show. He's he's in, yeah. he's in favor of mine, actually. And there's, yeah. like, some really, really cool people in this. Like, uh, genuinely, the new... I've never seen Kyle Sola, the guy who's, like, the young mm. Empire. Uh, he's, like, a general, I think, and he's trying to override the guy above him because he doesn't seem being proactive enough. Is that but the... He's,
1: he's like not even an empire. He's like an outsourced label. Is that what they are? They're like an outsourced, really they're
0: like a cop They wear the blue. Yeah. They look great. I love them. They're, yeah, they're renicops. He's, he's really good at this. I love his jitteriness. I feel like he's going to really grow into that role. I you uh, mean, you're going to love to hate him. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the role he has, Exactly. Yeah. He's got that sort of general hooks vibe about him, you know, like, yeah, not one hundred percent in control, but like vindictive enough to force but, the issue but way
1: but with way but more pitiful because he's like way he less powerful pitiful yeah
0: yeah yeah i re- like. I'm really interested by where this is going
1: I'm really keen to see where he like you'll you'll see some of it, but there's a lot more that, that I think his character will do, and it's like unclear
0: kind of sucks that we know where this whole show is going though
1: honestly, the more you watch it, you won't care about that all right, because it, it feels like you you actually understand. They're doing such a good job of like painting a picture of how an actual rebellion against the like tyrannical tyrannical, tyrannical. empire yeah. could actually go down. Wow! And like how people could be inspired. And so you're like you you let you care so much less about the fact that you know how it's going to end, and more about wow, I want to continue to see how these characters progress mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, to where mm-hmm, I see them mm-hmm. get.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, I yeah, tell you I one, one of the cool thing I did I did squeeze in. I think it's only three episodes was a show called Eat the Rich, and I may have talked about it briefly previously on the show, but Eat the Rich, it's effectively the GameStop story. It's GameStop, right? The mm-hmm. the company in the States. Yeah, the short story where they shorted it. And, so fucking interesting, yeah. and I'm not saying that lightly, but they effectively almost broke the whole of the American economy. <laughs> so what happened is, effectively, people got sick of, uh, effectively, all the big banks and stuff, just shorting and winning all all the big bets they effectively make through investing our money in yeah. stuff that they probably shouldn't be, and just decided they didn't want GameStop to close, yeah. so they started people started investing investing investing, and the stock price just went massively through the roof. Have you watched this show? Well, I haven't watched the show, but I know what happened. They basically so squeezed the short position
1: so of like these major market makers and hedge funds, yeah. and. For no reason, not because GameStop is a good investment, mainly because they're like, fuck mm-hmm. you guys. Mm-hmm. We want to put it to you. And we like GameStop. Stuck it's it a big part of our youth. And it was like a whole retail investor yeah, thing. It was, it was very... Super yeah. interesting. And yeah. the
0: the two most interesting parts that came out of it was, and I've kind of talked about these themes before in shows I've watched, is it the the market just... They, they just killed the market. So out of nowhere, the, the app, whatever it was, that you could invest through just stopped allowing people to buy into the stocks for this business so effectively they killed its progression so you could only sell you could only sell out you couldn't buy in at a higher rate effectively and uh it turns out that the people who owned that had stakes in various areas and it's 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 a bit like the shows i was talking about before where uh the billionaires win out eventually
1: yes yes and, and there's more nuance to that capitalism for sure, because like technically they're allowed to do that
0: but it's whether or not they should is a different story yeah but i guess it's more the, inf- the influence of those in power around them who had a well, vested interest in this not continuing well
1: it's also just it's it's also just like if you short something it actually if you continue to short it yeah the exponential effect of like the, the money's not actually oh, yeah. there oh yeah so like That could have taken their business, like as a business, they had to stop it because they couldn't actually recuperate the call without getting into the financial
0: No, but effectively what happened is they they nearly crashed the entire like stock market in the States. And it was super interesting, like people taking back power. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, There's a lot of political fallout from that and there's legal cases and such. So it's very interesting to watch. Highly recommend like three episodes, maybe four, very like snippy worth giving it a watch yeah yeah i would definitely would different to what stuff. i normally watch it's like more margin call love that shit yeah and, and one last one
1: uh i finished uh we not finished i watched another episode of rick and morty where jerry I, becomes i don't know something with power superhero type yeah, it thing it was like viral it was fun wasn't it i like that episode p guy like, Yeah, it was
0: kind of gross but what was it uh piss wizard or something piss wizard, yeah, i liked that like that a lot where do
1: they get this shit
0: Thro- throwing <laughs> like sticks at a wall like you know what i mean like see uh, what sticks it is true it is true. I, I I very much enjoyed this latest season. It's less in your face. We're not going to do your continuity shit. It's just like, yeah, we're just having a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that they've sort of taken back the power a little bit. Just like the GameStop story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, what we do now, guys, is we talk a little bit about the news. We like to call this segment, Have You Heard? And we've got some fun news this week, guys. We talk about the news in our geeky sphere. We're going to be talking about the Game Awards. We're going to be talking about Rush Hour 4. And we're going to be talking about some big changes to the DC slate. Big, big, big changes. So, DL, let's talk Game Awards. Did you see a lot of the Game Awards this week? It was pretty, pretty crazy. I I
1: didn't. I saw Like, well, I don't know what the Game Awards are. Is that just like a specific entity that puts on the Game Awards? Is it who does it? Who's who? Is it the Academy of Games? Yes, let's say that. Because I I did see that they happened, but I didn't see who won. I saw like IGN's top games as well.
0: Like, I think there's a bunch of yeah, lists. So I think it's, it's like, more who's the now definitive about list. I think it's more now about like introducing new games than yeah. it's. It's more marketing than yeah. it is anything nowadays. Yeah, I mean, like, people don't go out and buy a game because it won an award necessarily. It probably gets yeah. a little spike, but it's more about like, hey, check out this cool new thing that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, and there were some pretty cool ones actually. I'll I'll reel off a couple. First and foremost, we had the Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I shared with you, and it's, you it's a that? VR experience from the Horizon world. And I, I really like the look of it. It looks incredible. Do you think it's going to be good, though? Well, my question to you is going to be like, yes, it looks cool. It's going to be half-baked. You would this make you invest in the VR experience? No. Neither. It's going to take something really Amazing. Something like mind blowing. Because it's like a grand now to buy those VR headsets. Nah, I think I'm alright, you I know? just don't have the time. I like it. And I like, uh, but Nor- I still haven't played, uh, normal the new games one. are good enough. Forbidden I, West.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's exactly. i have not playing it. i so, <laughs> Yeah. 100%. 100% I'm playing that one before I get into it. You haven't even played The
0: Last of Us 2. It's one of the best games ever made. The first one's amazing. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think Horizon won something at these awards. That just got sent out to die, though. Did you notice that? Like, it's so interesting that that, that's a a big first-party game for PlayStation. And it came out just after Elden Ring. And they just kind of went, ah, shit. And they just let it go out to die. Like, nobody like it got really poor purchases compared to Elden Ring. Really? Well, that's their fault for...
1: Completely. Well, I guess that nobody knew Elden Ring was was going to be good. The
0: problem was no one guessed how huge Elden Ring was going to be, right? I bought it. Yeah. You bought Elden Ring? No, I bought the other one. All right, okay. I'll lend you Elden
1: Ring. You uh, <laughs> it's worth it. I want you to lend me The Witcher so I can get this next-gen update that comes out oh, in it. Yeah, it's in there. It's in the living room. ps down. Yeah, PS4. You have the PS4 one? I can get the Epic. Because I have the Xbox one, and I doubt they're going to cross-platform across no, that. No, no,
0: no, they're no, They're not going to help each other out that way. I'm, I'm actually playing it on Switch at the moment, so I've... I say playing it loosely. I haven't actually touched my Switch in about <laughs> three months. Yeah. So uh, it's there and I have been playing it. I got to a bit where I'm doing a side quest trying to kill a bear and it's just, just too good for me. And it's really frustrating. The bear is too good? Yeah.
1: Does the bear eat a bunch of cocaine?
0: <laughs> what is, what, why is he so good? It is not cocaine. But it's, yeah. well, he's like, he's like a, weird, or is he a werewolf? He might be a werewolf i can't remember one or the other yeah and it's a point i got it i got it to the end of the fight so i've technically beat it but then there's like three choices you can make in terms of the dialogue Mm. and if you choose the wrong one he reanimates and just completely destroys you and i clearly chose the wrong one and i was like well i'm just not going to try this again
1: (laughs) i heard that the the updates on the next gen one are pretty good i I think you might want to try it i might give it a go like the combat like it's all over
0: the shoulder you've played it all of, though yeah Yeah. instead
1: of like if you do the combat before it like goes all around it's kind of weird sometimes yeah, okay yeah but. yeah
0: I, the, the, that's one of the things that messes me up with that game yeah it, the con- control of the camera when especially when you're fighting it changes re- oh it's weird. really annoying And so they've changed
1: that to be more like like re4 like well, way over the shoulder i think it'll be harder to fight groups of enemies because you can't see who's behind you <laughs> no that's kind of vision. more realistic right like
0: <laughs> you know what i mean like anyway i watched a, i watched a clip on youtube the other day of like people do like full jousting in real life now like they, they wear the full armor suits it's not a new thing No, I know, but I find it so fascinating that people still do it. And, like, they'll do the tawnies where they just get in and, like, whack each other with stuff. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Mm. Um, We also had, speaking of Elden Ring, there is uh, a new DLC coming out. It's not what I wanted. I wanted, like, a proper DLC, like, go in and, like, smash a new area of the map or whatever. But it's, it's like a P2P content thing. In the world there are these huge like arenas and they're completely like dark. There's, you can't yeah. go in them. You can run around them and it's like what is happening. Did they know that this was coming? Obviously. You would assume that yeah. was part of the plan. And this is the this is that. So they're expanding into these areas as like P2P, so you can fight people, I assume, from mm. like across the world or whatever. And it's mm. it's not what I wanted. And it's I don't play that type of thing on PlayStation often, so I probably won't dig back into this mm. just yet. You can do P2P in the world anyway. You can just use like a weird, like uh, finger thing, and you transport to try and fight someone else on the on the server. Interesting. Yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. We got <laughs> it. Whatever. We did get. A full and proper trailer for the new Star Wars game, Jedi Order. And yeah, I, people I think were stoked you've seen on that. that. It looked good. It looks amazing. But I never played the first. Me neither, but it's, this is making me want to go and play it. Yeah. And I will. I So you know what? I did. Uh, this is this is so random. I, I, did, I, went, I had a neck thing during COVID. I had like, I need to see a physio, right? So I went to see the physio. Yeah. And he went, you've been such a good customer. Like, I'm going to give you a free trial of our leg compression unit thing no idea i didn't know what it was i'd seen mm. it i thought that looks weird it's just some blow up leg things and it <laughs> kind of does like a a compression like i say it just squeezes your legs a bit well, and then, like, it's supposed to be good for if you've done a big leg day i'll run a marathon oh, okay. neither of which i had done that day <laughs> uh funnily enough and he was like it's like 35 or 40 minutes and he's like oh do you want to stick the playstation 4 and i was like yeah cool like what do you got and they had the original jedi fallen order and i was like oh let's give this a go because i Heard really good things. It's got the traversal of yeah. uh, almost like an Uncharted and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll give this a go. I had forgotten how slow PlayStation 4s are. In By the, the 40, time you In the up. 45 minutes I was in that thing, I it booted up, and I got five minutes into the game. <laughs> That's how long this fucking thing took. It yeah. was physical pain. Yeah. I was like, please, just work. Oh <laughs> you were like through the intro tutorial. Like- and the worst bit was... It got through the intro, like there's like a big intro at the beginning, once, and the whole thing just died, so (laughs) it had to start again, and that was like 15 minutes of my life gone. I was like, oh my god. Bummer. (laughs) But would you you play this? Yeah, I'd play it, for sure. It's coming out early next year, I think it's in like March, so...
1: I'd play it, but again, so many games. Time to play Hogwarts, then you can move on to this. Hogwarts is awesome, I want to play that. So good. When's it out?
0: Uh, January, I think, early Jan. That's going to be great. Moving on, then uh, we got some really interesting news this week. We got a quote from Jackie Chan confirming that they're in talks to dip back into m- one of my favourite early two thousands franchises, Rush Hour. Rush Hour Four is apparently in the works. I
1: thought they already made. Oh no, they
0: made Rush Hour Three. 3 was bad. I didn't see three. Bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not yourself. even worth it. Oh, I
1: wouldn't. Just to, like ahead of four, you kind of have to watch three. Mm, do you? though? Like,
0: I don't know. I can- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't great. All right, I think it was. A, I think they. Lent I was a bit. I think they leaned a bit too much into the sensibilities of the early 2000s, and it's kind of outdated humor now. Got it. So I was a bit. Oh, this is quaint. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it wasn't bad. Like it had certain elements. I was like, oh yeah, Jackie Chan, always, always a pleasure to watch on screen. Yeah, you know, but overall, could have been better. Fair enough. You got any news?
1: Um, I do. Dune Two has wrapped. Yeah, production is wrapped. Dune Two is ready for the editing room. That's awesome. Which is pretty cool. Dennis Villeneuve. Apparently, and they moved the release date forward. I think forward because of how well it's doing. Hot gone. damn! Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to rewatch *Dune* and *Dune* 2. I'm a, yeah, that was really hot cute. damn.
0: Those <laughs> butternuts. Like
1: <laughs> I, uh, I can't
0: wait to just. Oh my god, same. We know, should watch. Get like, on like, some mind back altering back.
1: things and watch *Dune* one and two. We should watch them back to back. We should yeah, watch the first sure. one and
0: then go into cinema and watch it. We didn't I mean. get to watch the first one in the cinema here. No, we didn't because it was full COVID right? I don't remember uh, this you watched people it at your didn't. house many people didn't but I, I have a good TV was very tired you had a good TV we I watched. have
1: better speakers now so we can do it again even better yeah it could be
0: better it will be better it will be better that's um, awesome I'm really excited for that I think that world Villeneuve's built is really lived in in a way that like the 1984 version wasn't <laughs> <laughs> i'm not for our even... podcast on 1994. yeah dude 1994 oh I, my god I'm, or 84 is it 84? 84 84, surely 84 yeah i am not going to comment on that because that's how bad a movie it is
1: um we'll go back
0: and listen to our podcast on it we yeah. have one it's probably 20 episodes ago and i enjoyed more it more than that highly enjoyed it probably worth a listen um i'd say so i would go back and listen to it
1: the dude i agree it's lived in, but it's like there's so much stuff he didn't dig into in the first one I think like, he was
0: saving it for the second. Yeah,
1: he's going he's saving it for the second one, but I'm also like is it going to be disjointed because of that? Like I do I do have criticisms of the first one. Right. Since, and we talked about it in our podcast on Dune, so go look at it. But like there's certain things like the Ben Geseret, they didn't really explore True. it like the, the depth of what it, they're trying to do with the genealogy. I think well enough Interesting. to in like they're going to have to do a lot of retro explaining. And a lot of the cool part of like the dynamic between um, the husband and the wife is that backstory. So it's like I feel like the first one we missed a bit of that because they didn't go into that. But we'll see what he does. He's got my he's got my trust. You know,
0: we had, we had this overall couple- it was still entertaining. It was episode thirty five. I've been looking up go. in the background, so it's a good fifty episodes ago. So it's probably crap quality. Yeah, we we talked about this at the time. I've read the first half of the book classic Tommy's never th- finished a book in his life. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love the book the way I love the world that villain knows build. And the best part about where I finished the book was exactly where the movie finished. <laughs> so I'm going to come into this second one completely free as a bird, unless it ends the way the 1984 movie did. Uh, well, to be honest, I think
1: where you're stopping, it gets pretty, pretty good. Yeah. You stopped. And then it gets like kind of worse after. Ooh. So, you saw the best um, part of the book, or you read
0: the best part of the book, I'd say. But um, doesn't, yeah, I, he, he, like, becomes, like, full sand person, right? Yeah, he, like, um, integrates, you know, culturally. Yeah. Like in the nine ninety-four movie, like, then he becomes a messiah for some reason. I, yeah. I remember these things. We, yeah. we, we did a podcast we did. on this we 30, did. 50 episodes ago. We did. Um, did you hear this week, DL, apparently there are going to be huge changes to your favorite slate of movies. Now, since James Gunn's taken over at DC... It's all changed, baby. Everything's, you know, in in the air. Nothing is guaranteed anymore. Mm. All of these things. So apparently some things, just to rattle off a couple, Wonder Woman 3 is apparently no longer moving ahead. I know you'd be devastated about it. So this. was that, like, made already? It was just slated? I believe it was in the writing process. Oh, yeah. So they were, they were working. It. And it's sad because Patty Jenkins, she's, she's great. She did great things with Wonder Woman. The first one specifically, it was a great movie. I genuinely really enjoyed it. Did she write the second one? Second one less good, yes. What happened? COVID. But she's walking away, baby, like Craig David. She is walking away. Uh, just like she did from Thor 2. So mm. the rumor is also that apparently Jason Momoa is no longer going to be Aquaman after Aquaman 2 comes out. So there's a, a huge rumble on the internet of wanting him to be a character called Lobo, who he's quite a weirdly niche character. He's just this huge buff guy who rides a motorcycle in space. He's he's a bit like a space ghost rider and he's he's like a hitman. It's really weird. So that's
1: his dream? They used to mention he's going to get his dream fulfilled?
0: It sounds exactly what he would want. I mean, Can it he does. Can he drink beer at the same time? He
1: does, but it's also, like, so weird what they're doing. So weird. Because, like, know how are you true. not going to imagine him as Aquaman?
0: I don't know if that's true. Like, well, surely they're smart enough not to just... Uh, he looked. He's, I mean, he's pretty, like... isn't he would need to be covered in, like, white Kratos-style paint for it. Is
1: it official that he's not... There's no more Aquaman?
0: The second one's coming out. That's slated. But, yeah, but they, they, the I rumor is that Jason Momo is no longer going to be Aquaman. But that's not, like, been announced. No. But it's, it's James like, Gunn. He's, he's working behind the scenes. We babe. didn't get a
1: Netflix Witcher
0: announcement. No, not okay. yet. Not yet. And finally, I mean, from my side, the last one I saw was that the Shazam Black Adam movies are apparently also on unsteady grounding so that you know i think the shazam movie was a lot of fun the first one i'm actually quite excited it feels like shazam
1: one. could have been brought into the james gunn universe quite S- easily
0: easily uh the interesting thing is that there was a lot of rumors this week about black adam not making money so apparently it's a very expensive film to make and there were there's a lot of rumors that with all the marketing they had to do for it in multiple occasions that it it, it just didn't make money and what's his old mate uh the Rock came out and was like, uh, actually, uh, I checked with the finance team before and it made a lot of money, actually, like $400, $400 million, which made more than Captain America, the first Captain America. I was like, all right, mate, defensive much? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, I mean, I wouldn't... Look, I, I think you can pick and choose from these characters. I think it would be a shame to get rid of Gal Gadot. I think she was very good as Wonder Woman. Just do what they think of doing anyway. Release that Flash movie with that guy no one likes Ezra Miller anymore? That's got to be what they're gonna do. And just just wipe the slate. Just go like, oh well, it's a new, it's a different universe. Things kind of changed. I mean, you can come up with that. That is the way out. Yeah, it's easy, and it's, they've already made the bloody movie. Yeah, that is the way out for sure. I think the, the one I'm most sad about is, uh, and I'll shut up in a minute, is that apparently there was a Michael Keaton-led Batman revival movie. Do you ever watch Batman Beyond as a kid? It's like no, a cartoon. No, it was really interesting. It was uh, Bruce Wayne as an older man. Mm. So as in like, he was like pretty, like pretty much couldn't, could not physically be Batman anymore. He was just old, but he then became like the man in the care, the man in the chair. Mm. So like directing a young Terry McGuinness character who was like a young live, but was in the future. So he had this cool tech and he could f- like fly and stuff. It was cool, man. It was a good show. So they were oh, talking about, I
1: do remember it. Yeah, yeah. Like the red. And he was like red. Yeah. Red and black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah
0: you do remember yeah. it was a uh, futuristic sci-fi. I really liked that show. And they were talking about doing it with Michael Keaton as that. Bruce Wayne, and that's that would have been sick. But apparently that's been cut as well. But also Michael Keaton, overrated. I mean, you've never watched the movie, so... He's how overrated can you say as that? an actor, in general. How can My you say dad, that? like,
1: loves him. I'm like, why? He's not
0: that Because he's a good actor. Did you hear anything about the DC Slateman? Chops uh, and Changed?
1: All I know is that Superman's a massive priority. Oh, I heard For the DCU, DCU. So, whatever that means. Getting I mean, him right is you a could priority. Read, you could read into that in many ways. Like, you know, but I, I don't imagine... Henry Cavill quits what he did. Yeah, that's, that'd be weird, actually. With yeah, Netflix I think about that. To, to not also do,
0: to not be Superman. Saying that, though, yeah. like, if the writers didn't like The Witcher material, like, why wouldn't you get out of that? Because he loves that.
1: No, I get why he'd get out. Gig. But it's also like, like I, I just feel like for him to appear in Black Adams and not. Yeah, for sure. But, like, you, maybe that's the level of disarray that this thing is in, you know. It, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's a lot they need to do for yeah, this. Yeah, but they could have easily cut that scene. Yeah, you know, I mean, but then, like, I, I, as I say, flashpoint—the the Flash movie—they'll yeah. they'll just take take the bits they want to take forward and change bits they want to change. Like, I wouldn't be surprised um, if we get like a blonde Aquaman.
1: So, I also saw mm-hmm. that Jon Snow is ooh. not okay. Is <laughs> not okay. Pre- premise: This weird singing deal. Uh, the Game of Thrones Jon Snow spinoff. We got some details, as talked about, juicy by Kit Harrington at a Game of Thrones convention. It's just so fucking nerdy. Thrones um, con?
0: What would you call yeah, that? There's
1: a new convention for, it's called like Winter's Coming or something. I don't fucking know. Um, of course it is. I don't know what it's called, but it was also like, it, it was all the people from House of the Dragon talking about season two and then yeah, just yeah. Kit Harington because he's got nothing better to do than go back and do nothing. Game of Thrones fan shit.
0: He's also in the final episode of that Welcome to Wrexham. <laughs> awesome. It's so, <laughs> so, so, he's, so random. Was he just there? How did he? He gets invited to one of the games as like Ryan Reynolds' is. Uh, oh, mate or whatever. It's It's really random and you're just like, all right? Jon Snow's that, cool. But he, he
1: lives in London, so that makes sense. It's just an easy it, no. trip. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes, go on. Sorry, uh, saying-
1: Point being, he's just, uh, he's saying, like, you know, everyone thinks that Jon Snow's, like, in a good place by the end of Game of Thrones. But that smile's misleading. Like, he is not okay. Like, and like I just don't know. Like, I'm going to put a go on record. I love Kit Harington. I love his portrayal of Jon mm-hmm, Snow. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, an iconic role for him. Hmm. He did it really, really well. They, even with the bad writing in season eight, He was one of the characters where like you did, you did more, you did more than most, and you did well. And even his ending, I was like, it's not perfect. He he wins the he wins the Kylo Ren award. Yes, he wins the Kylo Ren award. It's our famous thing. And even the ending was like the a better ending. Than any of the other characters got. Okay, okay. Like in the sense, maybe not the killing of
0: spoilers for Game of Thrones. (laughs) Maybe not the (laughs) people haven't heard. If people are here in this of our episodes, they don't know that we talk about this all the time. Yeah, but something very wrong.
1: Maybe not the killing of Danny. I don't know if I'd have written it that way, or if I did, I would have changed it. But my point is, his ending seemed to go in line with his character, like go north to a family that you know, where where doesn't matter who you are, all this stuff about being king, like you can throw that away, and it's where he spent most of his young adult life you know and it's like he can go live on with the people he actually had created as a family torment all these people why are you gonna ruin the one good ending <laughs> the game of thrones had uh, uh. i'm going on record this is a bad
0: idea the whole thing's a bad idea it's a really bad idea like everything after season five is a bad idea no <laughs> after season five no no we're never gonna agree on this all right Guys, let us know if there's anything you've heard this week. You can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Hit us up, tag us, send us a meme directly. We love it when you do. We always call you out. We have one piece of correspondence at the end of the show from one of these pieces of news. DL. Yes. Do you want to preface the main topic? The main topic this week, we all know
1: you guys love a Christmas special. Christmas special, baby! Or a holiday special, I should say, in 2020. Uh,
0: a holiday special, baby.
1: Uh, so this week, there was a new Guardians of the Galaxy X Holiday special that we watched.
0: Yes, baby! And it's very festive. Jingle bells everywhere. It is festive. <laughs> do we do dumb summaries? For we this do year? dumb summaries. So
1: what is your dumb summary? Ah, for? I can tell
0: you mine if the you want. Guardians like, of the dear. Galaxy X you special? ready? it's very simple (laughs) I don't know who you are I don't know what you want but if you're looking for a ransom I can tell you the Guardians do not have money (laughs) but what what they do have are a very particular set of skills skills they have acquired of a very short galaxy saving (laughs) career skills that make them a nightmare for people like you if you let Kevin Bacon go now that'll be the end of it I will not look for you they will not pursue you but if you don't I will look for you I will find you and I will spread Christmas spirit (laughs)
1: not not oh sorry not short not short
0: i said simple i didn't say short. simple yeah, yeah but it's
1: mine is short and simple please the gang steals kevin bacon for christmas <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's got to be like a pun in there something about like rap like uh that is the gang you know it's like it's an always sunny philadelphia episode the gang steals like a, <sighs> it is almost an almost yeah. philadelphia episode isn't it all right, before we get into the NDL, do you want to tell me what the current, very current, this is like hot off the press, People IMDb ra- score is?
1: People are rating this movie. Um,
0: Everyone rates everything these days. I don't know, like 8.2. It's a 7 on IMDb, but don't let that perturb you. Mm. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score is? 79. 92. It's pretty good. <laughs> and finally, the, the always polarizing Met Critic. What do you, what do you think? 75. 82, that's pretty good. I mean, as far as holiday specials, I would say
1: it's one of the better ones I've seen. I, Yeah, well, what do you think about Christmas though? movies in general? <laughs> I've only seen two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, like, uh, call out understand. to our episode. We did the Star Wars Christmas special two years ago, right? We did. One of our early episodes. I... We'll talk about that in just a moment. But this is uh speaking of James Gunn. This is James Gunn out of his DC role, back finishing up his, DC, his uh, um, MCU responsibilities. Yes, bringing back all the gang, as DL said. We've got a bit of Sean Gunn. We've got uh pom Clementif as Mantis. I'm never going to say that right. We've I love Mantis in this. We'll, we'll talk about. it We've got David yeah. Batista as Drax. We've obviously got Karen Gillan as Nebula. Chris Pratt's in this. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, etc., etc. Um, interesting. It brings back certain characters. This is going to be full spoilers, by the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh it brings back certain characters like Yondus very briefly in this and Kevin Bacon of course you mentioned but new characters. Cosmo well newish. Cosmo the space dog is in this too. And I really like that. It's I thought weird, Cosmo was great. Random reference. Yes. But then he got in uh, in this or she, she, in was this great. she yeah. got released at the beginning of the first one, right? Yes. And I think it's fun as 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 a preface to this. It uh, very early on states that the Guardians bought along with the Ravengers that nowhere like the big head in did, space. did i miss
1: that i th- or was
0: that i, I had to new. double check that they bought that it's new to this so they bought it so it's loosely set there right and do you want to t- do you want to talk to the plot then dear? what what kind of happens in this like what's the top level overview really high level christmas time we get a well we get a. it's
1: christmas yeah. time. we get a brief animated intro because you can't do a holiday special without an animated and we will short. talk about that <laughs> Uh, about we get a brief intro to Peter Quill and Yondu
0: as a child. Peter as a Quill. child
1: in a uh, and, in, in, and Yondu's the Grinch, right? He is the Grinch in his first Christmas. little Christmas uh, with the Ravengers. Yeah, and you know he's he's very Grinchy, Grinchy, and he he tells him, "No, nah, no gifts. We don't take what's given." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So flashback to the present where we're following a Peter Quill who is very, very depressed around Christmas time. As they, he's lost Gamora. He's lost Gamora. Right, we're, we're post Avengers Endgame um and he is depressed about his not you know his dad was a psycho murderer yeah he's lost the person <laughs> you, he
0: loved you would be depressed <laughs> you know, about it's it, like right?
1: he's got this place he's really stressed trying to make uh you know ends meet. yeah a home ends meet in this new
0: nowhere that they bought and how do you cheer up a man who has lost everything you you steal kevin bacon, you steal kevin bacon <laughs> of course <laughs> which I, is, I look i really like this right the like the premise this, is quite funny the premise is funny it's it's a It's just a fun Christmas romp, right? Like, it's Drax and Mantis stealing the show, kind of, sort of, and, like... They're the main characters. They are the main characters in this. I really liked it. It's It's, like, a general top level. I had so much fun watching this. Like, I just had a smile on my face the whole time. Like, I watched it with my partner, and she was even, like this is lighthearted. It's fun. Like she, she was not as invested in the guardians as I was. I yeah. really liked them, but she was just like, yeah, I get it. Like, this is just silly fun. Yeah. And no, I really like that. And, and yeah, they, they basically decide, Hey,
1: we need to steal Kevin Bacon to cheer up as Peter a gift, Quill as a gift for to Christmas. To
0: bring Christmas to to Peter. Because and he I,
1: always talked about all these great things that yeah. Kevin
0: Bacon had done. As a I kid. mean, he was the hero of earth. Yeah. He was the main guy, right? Yeah, Dan- okay. <laughs> he danced a, a whole town free My foot loose. The thing I find the most interesting about this is that like it literally is just like a couple of days shoot taken off guardians three. And I was going to just- say, is that what happened or was it guardians two or three, three? So it's yeah. while I've been filming guardians. they took it, And there's a great quote from James Gunn who says effectively like guardians three is going to be really heavy. Right. Yeah. I don't have any spoilers. I don't know, but he says it's going to be like a heavy ass movie and this was almost like a recess for him. Like yeah. he took a couple of days out and he could film this and have a bit of fun. And he'd been working on this for years, apparently. So this was a script. He'd had bouncing around the holiday one, the holiday special mm. idea, but you can see that through little things. And we'll, we'll talk about little Easter eggs as we go through. But like, what do you think of like, cause you said it a moment ago, like we've only really watched a star Wars ga- uh, holiday special.
1: I what do you think good. about the comparisons? I, I think that's comparable. I thought it was good. I think that there, it is comparable because it's side characters getting their yeah, view. Yeah. It is got like the main characters in
0: it for all, but you know, two scenes. There's a weird, a weird VR sex headset, headset scene in it. No, there's not. <laughs> no,
1: that part. I <laughs> will They just there's music
0: the whole time.
1: There's music. The there's music. an animated Let's short. Let's talk
0: about the music in a minute. I, I thought it'd be good to tell you the, the in, a fair interesting uh, tweet James, James Gunn had about this. Uh, literally someone asking him like, what uh, uh, does the whole Star Wars holiday special influence? So is like, yeah, he says, yeah, he wanted to do the Star Wars Holiday special, but done right. No offense to Mark Hamill, et cetera, he says. Uh, he said he liked the idea of the music and the mixed media and the off the rails nature. That's this. Yeah. That is this. Yeah. You can tell, like, hey, I, if this was good, this is what it could have been. He succeeded. Like. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like I say, it was just nice and fun, and I felt lighthearted the whole mm-hmm. way through. None of it, and I suppose that's what you wanted yeah like christmas right like yeah, it was sure. none of it was you know too dour like the characters played up to their sort of dumb sides like drax was very dumb uh <laughs> so dumb. so yeah I, and that's the so sort of, it's short too it's like 45 minutes that's like you, you can just kind of breeze through it very quick watch yeah what did you think of the performances of my mind i thought that
1: mantis really stole the show from she's you. great she was pretty funny and Ten i don't remember funny. her being funny in guardians
0: 2 she doesn't have a lot to do in either yeah, of the other yeah. two movies. Like she sorry, well, she three movies. In, she she wasn't in, in the second one. No, sorry. First one. When I say three movies, there was Guardians Two, Endgame, and yeah. Infinity War that yeah. she was in. She was more in Infinity War. If you remember, she tried to put Thanos to sleep in the, yeah, the battle of the end, and yeah. well, it did work. But did Quill messed that shit up, didn't he?
1: Oh yeah. Everyone hates Quill. Yeah, For, uh, I mean, fair call. Whole another movie due to
0: that. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like half the population wiped off the earth in a um. snap out of things. But I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think she was really great in this, and like that sort of like naive optimism she portrayed the whole time is kind of like the child at Christmas. And I really liked yeah. her, her and Drax specifically going to Earth.
1: Yeah, because they were like they're so different. Yeah, and as and
0: characters, the the, the fun the, one of the fun things is as they're coming to Earth, they they've got great banter, and they're yeah. like. You know, they're talking about, like, oh, did you did you turn on the cloaking device? And he's like, of course I turned on the cloaking device. I can very device. clearly
1: see that you just yeah. turned it on out.
0: But the, did yeah. you see the reactions of the people on Earth when they were, like, flying <laughs> yeah, into the like spaceship? Crying. Some people were crying, some were like, oh, yeah, spaceship. It's like... <laughs> It's like, you, how do you feel if you live in Jesus? It's like that thing of like, you step outside, like the meme, you step outside yeah. and the Hulk's in your car and misses. You're it was like, like, great, <laughs> more aliens. Yeah. But like the, 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 the plot then sort of like evolves and they, they end up in Hollywood. Cause obviously Kevin Bacon lives in Hollywood. Yep. Apparently. And they're on, uh, they're on like Hollywood Boulevard. Right. And there's, all there's this weird mix of like, uh, film characters. DC film. And then there's, there's like Jack Sparrow, but then there's, there's, like Captain America there yeah, as she's well. It's like, really and he runs away. It's but then they uh, get taken pictures of. I, I I liked that scene. It's kind yeah, of it's like good. fun. Um, I, but I I liked Drax in this, but I just got a feeling it was a little phoned in at times. I had that same feeling, but I still liked it. Yeah, no,
1: completely. It, it kind of felt like he was like, "Fuck, we've done so much filming. I can't believe he's that I covered this. in all. Yeah, you, you can he's tell like, he's I sick just, of doing. That. I just so want to be a out the whole time? of my paint big time
0: and yeah he, he, clearly they they've now got to the point he's got to point where he's too big to be wearing paint the whole time so he has to like just wear a jacket and, like i can't be asked doing the whole body fair thing. enough yeah completely and there's there's a stage like that like we saw it with jennifer lawrence with the x-men movies people they're like oh what did she do she oh yeah she had all the the, the full body yeah. blue body the <laughs> whole thing the full mystique look yeah.
1: Which is, like, a big fan thing, because it's, like, sexy. Big fan thing. So they're not going to, like, She'd be stoked when she covers up for half of but it. But
0: then for the, the last two movies, the ones that nobody watched, she was just in human form the whole time. So it's like, she's like, yeah, right, whatever. Like, I don't care. But it was... Look, I thought that, I thought it was fun, and I can see... But, like, he's in Glass Onion. That's coming to uh, mm-hmm. Netflix pretty soon. I can see why he's kind of over it. But at the same time, he still brought that what Draxness it? What is, to it. Sorry, what is Glass Onion? Sorry, Glass Onion is the, the follow-up to Knives Out. Yes, that's what I thought it was. So I'm excited for that. Yes, he's uh, in that. yeah, he did. He did bring the Draxus to it. That got like yeah. a week in cinemas. Like, why pull that in cinemas for a week? That's pointless. There's someone in Netflix that has a ploy for why. I feel like it might be that that a lot of times they don't get they get snubbed for awards because yeah. their movies don't go to did. Did Cinemas. it come here? Was it even out here? I have no idea. I don't think it was. It was a super limited run. Like, so limited, I didn't even realize until after it finished. So yeah, my I thought saw it. He said it was good. What did you think of the likes of uh, Kevin Bacon in this? Like, he's obviously a random character. <laughs> just fucking Kevin
1: Bacon. Yeah, it? he's just playing Kevin <laughs> yeah, Bacon. I don't know. I didn't know he could sing, I guess. Was, so, well, so I, was that him? I don't I know. I didn't
0: know this. You clearly don't know this. Yeah. But apparently, he's got a TikTok. My my partner knows this very well. Who And he does a lot of singing and stuff on it, so... Who would have guessed? I don't know.
1: Tell me something, Kev.
0: So ba- basically, <laughs> so like going with the plot, then they they, they they go along Hollywood Boulevard. They find they they find out where Kevin Bacon is due to a star maps thing.
1: Yeah, like so, a normal thing. But before they get there, they have this, this
0: crazy night out. Like, what did you think of the fun night out scene?
1: Uh, I thought. It was weird that she burped like that every time she had a shot and then just <laughs> see, decided to have more. Um, no, it was funny, I guess. Like, they were just having, you know, it's just, it is just like classic holiday mo-
0: like, montage.
1: Yeah, it absolutely holiday is. And it was montage. just, you know, silly yeah.
0: fun. They were in a club enjoying themselves.
1: I'll tell you what, this made me really excited to go watch full holiday movies, all full-on college oh, movies. same. Yeah, I made a list. I was like, I'm ready to go.
0: Oh, well, yeah. let's talk about that at the end. Yeah. Maybe top threes. So, yeah, I thought Kevin Bacon was fun in this. There was, like, a, was an interesting twist on it that Mantis used her powers on him when they finally catch up to him. We'll talk about how they catch him in a sec. But she uses her powers on him to make him more, like... Like affable to the idea of coming I'm going to space. Out. With I'm yeah, dumb, yeah man. Yeah. But what do you think about? The ch- I thought the chase scene was hilarious. It was. That was probably the best scene. It was great.
1: You can't kill people, Drax. <laughs> Why don't I know? If you don't tell me the rules.
0: <laughs> he's like he's just he, the- he's his delivery is greatest. Yeah. But then like that that bit's real fun. Like I mean, there's a couple of. Sort of semi-action scenes in this, and Drax and Mantis fighting the police is great. So Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. runs along the road getting away from them. He's called the police. The police send him, and it just shows how strong and powerful they are compared to humans. <laughs> Drax, like Drax just flips a car like it's nothing, and they're uh-huh. shooting him, and it's tickling him with that was like, hilarious. Yes. I'm like, You're that's great. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But honestly, there was a lot of good jokes. It was. Yeah, I, I-, I liked that Drax
0: thought a candy cane was a. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he's just (laughs) so like yeah
1: it's just so out like the jokes are so out there it's kind of like i'm like how do they come up with this it's
0: mad it's it's great I, i i genuinely have a lot a lot of uh a lot of time for that it's a lot of fun uh the other action scene i wanted to mention was i mean well it's not really an action scene but before they start chasing him they're in like a kevin bacon's house yeah now let me run this past you right so that house it looked a little bit Stock right almost like he was maybe renting like i know it's supposed to be his house in the thing but it did it, it kind of looks stock. and there was something that i noticed as well like if you he, he calls his wife and he's like oh i have to help my friends out and he's left his wife on christmas and she i think she accepts that just a little bit too easily it was a pretty
1: it was a pretty quick accept
0: and if you put the two together he's living in uh he's living in what looks like a rented house and his wife's pretty happy to let him sod off with his mates Does that mean they're having marital troubles? (laughs) You're digging deep. I know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm messing around. So they effectively, yeah, I'm I'm messing around. I love that. They get hold of Big Kev, Kev Kevy boy, and they take him up to space. And I love when they present him as a Christmas gift to to Peter Quill. It's so funny like he's obviously like dying in the box uh and then he comes out and but the the fact is quill's not excited to see him he's just like (laughs) you kidnapped a guy
1: yeah he's like this is human trafficking yeah
0: literally right it's great i think that's great kind of good character work as well like he is the yeah he did common sense one for sure because it's like he's normally so ridiculous i
1: also think that they inserted just the right amount of plot stuff yeah with her being his sister. Yes. I like that too. That's
0: something I was going to comment on. And they to. commented on it pretty early, so I don't even consider it a spoiler. Uh, I think it's cool. It, that was a, that was a fan theory that seems to have come to fruition that okay. potentially she might be. And I that's cool. I like that because he, he kept, you know, I didn't keep many, uh, sorry, Ego from the yeah. previous movie didn't keep many of his sib- uh, siblings. He didn't yeah. keep many of his sons and daughters around. Nah,
1: and, but to me, it's a pretty cool way. To, like it doesn't change all that much, but yeah. it, it makes it like watching this. Oh, you actually learn something. Also
0: gives P- Quill some more stakes in the next movie. Imagine yeah. if Mance is the one to die, for example. Could be. So, we've talked about this in our previous episodes, but it I is. think that's an interesting tidbit, shall we say. Um, there's not a huge amount. I was going to say, what else? There's not a there huge the, amount of talk about. The soundtrack
1: at itself was really. All these like 90s and early 2000s rock bands doing Christmas
0: covers. I wanted to call you the out. the Wombats? I wanted to call strokes? out. Strokes? Yeah, there's the old 97s. Now, I don't know yeah. if So, at the very beginning of this, we talked about there being like a big old Christmas song at the beginning. Yeah. There is a band who are singing. Almost like a Chinese Whispers version of what Christmas is by yeah. like proxy by proxy by proxy by proxy. And that's a band called the old ninety sevens. Now I don't know if you'd know them, but I didn't know that was an actual band. So that yeah. is a band who is fronted by a dude called Rhett Miller. Now I don't it's a really random story, but everything I do seems to come back to Scrubs. This is a guy who I know from Scrubs and his music's like real sort of it's on that mix of like acoustic indie sort of country-ish. Yeah. It is I really, I really enjoyed it. And it's such a weird very James Gunn reference. Yeah, yeah. Would ha- be. he's so good at that? I didn't know. No, but what I'm saying, he's great. It's like appropriating like really niche music. No, he is. It's his thing, and it's he likes rock, and he loves a bit of rock as yeah, well. He likes rock. You can tell. Uh, it's it's just great. He loves an obscure song. I think it it's fun that they create songs for this as well. Like, it's not just, like, Chris, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I really like I, that.
1: Well, some of these Christmas songs, I'm wondering, were they originals?
0: That's what that i saying. these bands have made? Is that what you're That's saying? That's what I'm saying, okay, yeah. They, so they like were. That one songs. obviously was. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, like, the one that The Strokes did, or the other, like, oh, I, I wonder no if they are. That's a good question.
0: Um, the, the only thing that I could say, like, really, like really scratching the barrel to find anything that's not fun about this was that the cgi was a little bit ropey at times of course it was though but it's like it it probably through like two dollars does even have a budget like uh, no it was like, like see but anyway. i think the the best thing about it is it's it's james Gunn doing a little bit of a lot right like he's, he's yeah, yeah. going into his old background of horror where they had tiny budgets it's so much fun man why would you want to make fun of this uh the movie then Sort of culminates with Kevin Bacon realizing that he has to save Christmas for the team and singing some nice songs. Basically, by him. doing a song. Yeah. I like this. What else do you need? He did a TikTok for the movie. Like, yeah. it's great. Mm. Uh, and, uh, but uh, I do think my favorite part of the movie was that it comes back to that beginning yeah. scene and they find out that Yondu isn't actually a Grinch at all.
1: No i forgot about that that's true that's the nicest he part of gives music. him yeah he, he gets a
0: gift and he gives him his blasters and it's very cute yeah it's like yeah. It, that that's one of the callbacks I, I mentioned before so in the very first guardians he has that green troll thing whatever it is like yeah. on the dashboard yeah so he's clearly become sentimental and kept that the whole time that's yeah, no, very good it's nice and it was nice to see it's younger back in this there's a fun bit of bit of trivia i'm going to call out for you at the very end um look it's a lot of a lot of fun so much fun. Like, I don't, I don't really want to pick at this too much. Like, you don't want to pick at threads of a fun holiday movie.
1: Yeah, and there's not, but, you know, it's free. You didn't have to get, it's all on Disney Plus. It's like, what free. is there to complain mm, about? You pay for it. It's free for me. Free for seven <laughs> days.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you have any tones and themes?
1: Christmas stuff. Yeah, Christmas stuff. down Don't, don't do human trafficking. Yeah, maybe. found family, all that. Jazz. <laughs>
0: Look, in in the festive spirit, we're not going to do three worst. Let's just do three best. What were your three favorite things about this movie?
1: The gifts. Let's everybody talk about that. Everybody got gifts that were really. Can we talk good? about that very quickly? Yeah, I yeah loved that's that my at first. Yeah.
0: everybody got a gift, and they were a good gift. The the first one was Rocket got Bookie's arm. Yeah, I love that callback. Yeah. That's a great callback. It is. What what was your favorite of the gifts? Let's talk, uh, talk
1: to it a I I honestly think Bucky's Rocket arm. getting the arm is yeah. my favorite. But the next one was like Groot getting like a classic a Game Boy because yeah. Yeah. like you know that. He's playing games on his phone or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. in the Last Guardian, and so he yeah. progressed to the Game Boy. Um, what was the other gift? There was one more. Didn't Quill? I mean, Kevin May again for Quill. Uh, yeah, wasn't God. there? Some, wasn't there another one?
0: I, I, you know what? I'm talking about. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, the thing I liked the most was they all got like little, like uh, statuesque things of like their experiences. Yeah. So like Quill, Quill got one. I think that was him opening the box. Um, there was a bunch of them, and, but my favorite one was that Craglin, who was actually kind of the heart and soul of this movie in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, got like, his was like him getting the statue <laughs> and just like repeat, like self repeating. I was like, how small does it go? <laughs> it was so good. It was so much fun. It was such a nice, weird moment. Yeah. One thing we haven't talked about is Groot. Cause Groot gets one of these gifts as well. But like, he's mm. like a teenager in this, he's right? He's like, a, he's like a, yeah. He's like a sort of like thick boy now. Yeah, He's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. Yeah. I really liked Groot in this. Like he's he's still my favorite guardian, hands down. <laughs> he's he's got the most progression throughout of of all the characters. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. What do you mean? He was first of all, he was, he was a wise old adult. He sacrificed himself for the team. He then becomes a moody teen. Uh, he becomes a child. He's like a m- a baby, mini baby, and then he becomes a moody teen. He's got the most of anyone. He's gone through the most life exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun sorry I've, uh, I'm cutting into your three three best oh
1: uh, no plot uh plot out of the sister like how they did that
0: yeah I For like sure. that too it's an interesting wrinkle gives him yeah, more stakes in the I next said. movie
1: Um, and then uh, dog, the, the dog Cosmo, Cosmo with the fun. Russian accent was just like peak yeah that's like, ex- like ripped straight that. from the
0: comics except yeah. in the comics it's uh, a male okay whatever reason but he's actually telepathic so they're hearing him he's not she's not actually ah, that's even better <laughs> yeah you see that at the beginning when uh yeah. telepathically moving the the, yeah. the decorations around uh my three best were it's just fun like they they didn't overthink it they didn't put like a million references in set up 20 movies it's just nice yeah uh the music was fun we've talked about the music in depth i like Rhett miller making an appearance out of out of nowhere <laughs> that was fun but uh, in almost contradiction to the, the first one, uh, it, it does kind of put some pieces in place for Guardians 3. Yeah. You know where they all are. You know they've got this base now. You know that there's extra stakes for certain characters. It's, yep. it's, it's a good setup. A, yeah, it did what setup. it was supposed to do, I think. Did everything wrong. it was supposed to do. Just like we have in this review. DL, yes. tell me then, a final question. We don't... we Our rating system, It's not it's not three groups out of four... It's not how many blasters did Peter get in this movie? Not how many ask, presents under the tree. We ask a very simple question. Yes. Dear. We ask, is this better or worse than the most average movie we can think of, which is Ackerman 2018?
1: Yes. I was going to say do do a Christmas edition of better or worse than the Star Wars special, but you Ooh, can just go watch. Let's our, do both. You can just go watch our podcast on that. Uh, I would say listen. it is better. or Sorry. Listen.
0: It is better than Aquaman 2018. I think it's better than Aquaman 2018. And I think for many reasons, I think it's
1: like better than the Christmas Star Wars Christmas special. But I'll say this I was less shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going for pure shock value, go watch the Star Wars Christmas special from 1970, whatever 78. I
0: think if I was on acid, the Star Wars Christmas yeah. special would have Be been amazing. Trip. Like, yeah, trip, How about you? tripping my balls off. I, yeah, it's better than Aquaman, of course it is. Yeah. For so many reasons. But in terms of the Star Wars Christmas special, I think because I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, some of shock. Like, I, none of shock. None of this... <laughs> Pure shock. Like, none of this really shocked or, you know, made me, go, oh, that's interesting. Like, it was w- exactly what I expected. Yep. Whereas the Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> the whole Would time I not? was like, <laughs> what is happening? Uh, I'm going to say I preferred the Star Wars Christmas special. All right, man. Perhaps we have a face-off on our Instagram that's been a little dormant for a little while. We yeah. have Star Wars Christmas Special versus Galaxy Christmas I'm Special. i that, yeah. Which is your favourite? Okay, all right. True or false trivia, DL? Would you like a little bit? Do it, do it. All right, we only have a couple of bits. True or false, DL? Yeah. While at home, Kevin Bacon is watching a Christmas movie. And the Christmas movie, True or false, DL, is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians from 1964. True. It is true. And it is a lovely reflection of this movie. Because it's pretty much what happens a few minutes later. Santa gets kidnapped and taken to outer space. Yeah. It's great. And kind of in this, Kevin Bacon sort of is the Santa Claus of the film. He brings the joy. Yeah. Um, true or false yell uh, something, something that thought and thunder nepotism joke I do, it's oh, false. Oh, my God. It's Let false. It go. It's Christmas. Let's not go that route. True or false, for the flashback scenes, they actually use old rotoscoping animation. Now, we've talked about old road scoping very recently in our Lord of the Wrongs episode.
1: Lord of the Wrongs.
0: It looked like that. Yes, it's true. They yeah. it did. It looks similar. James yeah. James Gunn uh, grew up watching a lot of the the Ralph Bakshi movies, so it was something that he really enjoyed. Fun, like watch that Lord of the Rings movie. Not good, but fun to yeah. and interesting nonetheless. And yeah. It was weird because I was watching it and I was thinking that kind of has that weird. It did have that like kinda, janky vibe. Like it just felt like, tch, 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 yeah. like slower, like kind of creaky. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. All right. Final bit then. Uh, DL, true or false? Yes. While mantis and drax are taking photos on the hollywood bu- boulevard there is a playstation 5 reference in there. was making engine true it is true there's yeah. a reference to god of war as drax is yes, called yes, Kratos. Yes, yes, yes 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 i remember that i thoroughly enjoyed yeah, that yeah. that was a lot of fun look ultimately this was just a really nice easygoing christmas special
1: okay yeah I'm, I'm agreeing
0: it's nothing to complain about yeah in terms of we, we talked about in terms of other Christmas specials, but in terms of the Marvel specials, before we wrap up, we've seen Werewolf by Night and now this. Which has been your favorite? Have you? I, well, I was going to ask you actually.
1: Did you ever see the uh, Deadpool Christmas special? Because I think there was a holiday special for Deadpool
0: too. Was there really? Yeah. Um, or was that just? It was the same movie, but all the swearing had been cut out, right? Is that right?
1: Is that what it was? I it's think not it not a holiday was. special at all. I didn't. Think I it was hope a holiday not. Special. Um, it said holiday special on it. I vividly remember the ad. Uh, but anyway, I what was the question?
0: <laughs> Which is better between this and Werewolf by Night? Ah, uh, I would say this. I
1: would say well, they're all both right. they're both good. They're very different movies, very different. And I, I like the Marvels doing stuff like this. Yeah, and I just kind of prefer Guardians, so I enjoyed this more. Fair play. Uh, all right, bit of correspondence, DL. We do. I have a bit. Do you have any? You go first. Um, so I want to just say for all those haters out there about Wakanda Forever. <laughs> That are hating on me for hating on it. They're not hating
0: on on Wakanda forever. They're hating on you. Yeah.
1: I had uh, Richard Staines write into the pod and tell me, he largely agreed with my take. He thinks that people- Hang on. Hang on. Dick Staines? (laughs) God, I wasn't going to do that to him, but you did. Is that (laughs) (laughs) that his real name? Dickie Staines. Dick Staines. He he gave me, you know, the- Look, I agree. Ah. It's not terrible, but it's not as good as people are making it out to be. I think a lot of people- oh, uh, I'm just paraphrasing here. Don't quote me. That a lot of people just because the first one was so good and there were so many expectations for this next one with all the um, you know sadness associated with it as well. Mm. People are just saying it's better than it
0: actually is. Look, I don't think our listeners' problem was that it was th- that we were any way misleading about the movie. I think it was that you were really mean on that movie. You went in almost as if you went in like a wrecking ball, dear. I did go in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, it's in because hand. I'm
1: tired. Like, there's an element of it. It's like we can just say that. It, it did certain things well and certain things bad. We don't have to commend it as being... You know, Some people are like, oh, it's so much better than the first. I'm like, it's not even close. That's fair. I it's not even in the same
0: stratosphere. All right. Yeah. Look, Dick Staines. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Reggie. Let us know whether you think DL was too harsh on the movie or whether you think he was just the right amount. Yeah, just right. Look, thank you all. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you for a fantastic year. Yes. It's been great. Uh, yes. we're gonna take a couple of weeks off and we'll be back very early in the new year. Hopefully, please God not with Avatar, but who knows? Yeah. Thank you, DL. Thank you, Tommy. Do
1: you wanna wrap up the show? I do. Give us a review or give it as a Christmas present. Good or bad. We
0: love a Christmas present. Yeah.
1: Um and thank you to Friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm for editing this episode. If you are a budding podcaster and are thinking of hiring a podcast engineer to edit your podcast, let him know by email to info at Blissery.fm or visit blissery.fm for more information about Matt and his podcast services. You can also listen to his video game news podcast, The Dead Drop. Ten minute episodes. Right. Lots going on this week, obviously, because of all the gaming. So wars. much going on. Um, twice a week. So thank you, Tommy.
0: Thank you, DL. Thank
1: and, you, everyone, for listening. And happy holidays and tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> <Zuh. laughs> Ladies, gators.